Welcome back to our New Star Sports Agency podcast. We have added in an educational wellbeing segment called New Star Wellbeing to the podcast series. The first area of focus is finance. We will cover off budgeting, how to buy a house, and other investment options. Hope you enjoy the series. Welcome back to our second episode on our wellbeing educational series that we're running and on finance. Uh, once again, we're uh, ably supported today by Eastern Asiwa and Kane Wallstrom from Money Empire. Uh, and today's focus is around um, the process of purchasing your first home. Um, I'll throw it straight over to Issa to talk through just the process that um, most people work through. Yes, yeah, so, you know, the process to purchase your first home um, to everyone out there that's listening. Um, it definitely differs between people that are based in New Zealand to people that are based overseas. Um, but, you know, first and foremost, I guess the process is uh, getting in touch with people to get some good advice um, and then essentially getting pre-approval in place. And a pre-approval is uh, approaching a bank, getting a letter of offer from a bank and that'll confirm how much you can purchase for. And it's usually your max pre-approval. So there's a whole process around uh, getting an application together with someone such as a broker. Um, and that you know will need everything from confirmation around your income, confirmation around your bank statements, um, ID, all these basic things. There's a whole list of things that need to be ticked off um, before an application can be submitted for your max pre-approval. But when you have pre-approval in place, uh, that gives you the confidence to start looking for property to purchase. And I think, Isa, that's where probably a lot of people that don't understand the process of buying a home come undone. They'll start looking at homes first and then go, oh, wow, this, this property here, it's shiny, it's cool, that's what we want, without even understanding what they can borrow to purchase that. So instead of getting your hopes up on a shiny new home or, or a property that you really like, um, Exactly, source pre-approval first to understand what your max purchase price is so that the properties you're looking at, you're not wasting your time and you're looking inside your zone that you can pull trigger on. And just secondly on that, I think some people think that you ring up a bank and the money is put into your account the next day. Understand that there's a process, understand there's time frames around how long it takes and getting that understanding first and foremost um, helps in the process of purchasing a home. So if you think if you're, if you're interested in, in buying a home, is it best to go and see, um, like your bank to start with, an advisor to talk through that process? Yeah, absolutely. I think the this goes for sports people and everyone in general, you know, in New Zealand. A lot of people, um, I guess, walk into a bank and might not get the answer they're after and that sort of squashes their dream. I think when you work through a broker and can get placed at the right bank first and foremost and get an understanding of everything up front, it eases the process because, you know, you don't want to have all your dreams crushed just from one answer. And um, we've seen that happen before. Um, but yeah, getting getting pre-approval at the right bank through the right broker um, and understanding the process just helps. And I think, Issa, what you just said there around crushing your dreams, property is such an emotional buy. And people get so invested when they like a property that they want to buy it's all in, we need to have this, you know, and when it doesn't happen, because there's a lot of the time it doesn't happen, their dreams are crushed, 
they're back to square one, they put it in the two hard basket and move on. And five years go by and they still don't own an asset like a property. So I suppose it's probably fair to say in terms of financial advisors in general, you work similar to the way we do as agents. Um, so you can go and speak to any bank and be able to cover. So that's the advantage of coming to a financial advisor generally. It's, it's independent advice, essentially. Um, you're not working on behalf of a product or a provider. Um, you're working on behalf of the client to make sure what you're doing is in their best interest. Cool. So uh, a player or a person in general comes to see a financial advisor, gets the, the lay of the land, they get a pre-approval for a house. What's the next step after that? Yeah, it's a, you've, got to, you've got to engage in a few uh, experts along the way, such as a solicitor um, and lawyer. And, but then it's about looking for property and understanding what to look for. Um, majority of Kiwis, I guess, jump on TradeMe or realestate.co.nz or the likes or engage with a real estate agent and actually looking, start looking for um, a property to buy in the right area and understanding um, the process and what that looks like. Cool, fantastic. So then if, um, so we go to the house, we find the house we want, we put an offer on that. What are some things for people to be aware of when they put offers on homes? So it's going to, be, going to depend on how the property is being sold and what I mean by that is it a price by negotiation, a listing price, a tender, an auction, um, there's, a, there's a raft of different sale prices but if we're talking about right here and now we're in a very auction um, created environment which is driving up prices so if it's an auction and you're, you've seen a property you really like um, the auction date will be set and you essentially need to have all your ducks in a row to go to auction to bid which is an unconditional offer so in that respect you need to make sure that your lawyer has checked over the sale and purchase the limb has been checked the title has been checked and you may uh, want to or require to get a building report to make sure that the property is all up to scratch there's no moist high moisture readings there's no issues with the property if there's maintenance on it you know what you may be up for long term um, and probably the biggest one Lisa, is making sure if you win you have the deposit available as well yes. on, on uh, auction day. Yep, exactly. If you um, are going to auction and if you are successful then you're required. Um, there's some fine print and all this but you're required to pay your you know whatever 20%, 10% deposit on the night which is negotiable too. So there's always you know we've got a podcast in particular just on the process of buying at auction um, and it's always uh, once again smart to seek advice to understand how the property you want to buy is being sold um, one really basic thing that a lot of people forget is having the security or the house you're buying ticked off from the bank as acceptable security um, you know again if you're going to auction this all needs to be done prior to that day there are probably one more thing register valuations that may be required especially if it's high loan to value um, ratio or lending probably not going into too much detail but in general there are so many ins and outs of buying a property you need to seek advice on every step advisor lawyer you may need an accountant you may need a um uh, a building report so you may need a builder to go out and create a building report you may need to get a moisture reading um, there are so many different variables uh, in buying a property to make sure you engage in that way so the key from what you said before is if you know, you, uh, no one needs to know the advice themselves but need to go to an independent person to be able to seek and to work through that process. Um, great, fantastic. So um, once they've uh, got the house at auction or they're, you know, through the sales and purchases through negotiation, 
uh, it becomes their house. What's the process from them? What, what are the sort of the key steps that follow that at the back end of that process? They need to make sure they've got house insurance lined up, otherwise they can't settle. They need to make sure that the bank, uh, you provide all the, um, I suppose, conditions to the bank to make to make the uh, release of funds to the um, solicitor. Um, and then also too, probably a big thing that I've noticed over my time in doing this is that people, if they buy a house, they actually forget one important part, that they need money to put furniture in the home. Uh, and they put all their eggs in one basket and then realise they're short on cash to actually furnish it out. Um, but Issa might have a bit more on that. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, all, all these things that go on post being, you know, either successful at auction or having your offer accepted as, there's a time period between that day and settlement day. And settlement day essentially is the day they collect the keys. Um, it's definitely worthwhile not leaving everything till the last minute, um, whether it's opening bank accounts, if you're buying it with someone else, opening joint bank accounts, um, whether it's signing loan docs with your solicitor. Uh, doing all that and being organized uh, makes a huge difference because, you know, as the days tick away, getting closer to settlement, um, you know, stress starts to build up and it's, you just want to have everything aligned and all your ducks in a row prior to that settlement date to make sure everything goes smoothly. Great advice. And then East, before you said before around it changes, if, you know, for example, we have players that are offshore from New Zealand and they're applying their trade in France or Japan um, and they're trying to buy a house back in New Zealand, how does that work if they are residents or citizens? Yeah, look, if you're first and foremost um, citizens or residents of New Zealand, um, you can purchase a house. If you aren't and you're still trying to purchase a house, you have to go through the overseas investments office um, and apply, which is a process in itself. Um, but yeah, there's a couple of things to be aware of. As soon as you are deemed offshore income uh, for all boys that are based, you know, the likes of Japan, Europe and offshore, you automatically have to have a 30% deposit. There's no real ways around this. Um, these are loan to value ratios without going into too much detail. And then, you know, when we talked about being organized um, and having your pre-approval in place, even when it comes time to buy the property, there's new what they call AML verification. And often that involves having your bank statements, your current contract, uh, your proof of address, having all those verified and stamped by a lawyer or an accountant or public notary in the country that you are living in. So for, I've had boys in Japan have to go and seek out a solicitor or public notary and have everything stamped to say this is a certified copy. Same in the UK, same in France. So this is all an extra process that you have to do. And once again, you don't want to leave this to the last minute. It's about being uh, proactive and um, you know getting it all done because there's just no way around it anymore. So from, from what you're saying, I think, is, is there one bit of um, real key advice? So it just sounds around time and being planned and, and, and don't just sit there thinking you're going to disturb people or, or bother them, it's actually go and have a conversation. Yeah, man, just pick up the phone and have a, have a conversation and chat to someone about it. We always say be proactive, not reactive. And if you're just thinking about entering that property space, be proactive on it, start reaching out. Don't work backwards and find something, then scurry around and then have to engage in a whole lot of services because it's time. And don't be afraid to ask for help. That's what I'd say. A lot of guys will just 
uh, put it off. There's a net game just around the corner. They'll leave it till after that game. Then they'll leave it after that one. And then they'll leave it till the end of the season. And by the time the end of the season rolls around, um, you're just in the exact same position. And then preseason starts and you leave it till after preseason. And it's just a flow on effect. You've just got to get proactive, reach out and ask for help. And uh, understand that there's people out there willing to help you. All you got to do is ask. Cool, great. Mate, anything from, uh, you probably covered it just there, but is there anything else from from your experiences from being a, a pro footy player and, and then the knowledge you know now? Is it is it probably, I know you've mentioned a couple of times that I might be putting words in your mouth, mate, is just uh, having a look at the space sooner rather than later? Yeah, I think, you know, knowing what I do now, I think I hear this every other week is I just would have done things earlier and I would have done things sooner. Um, and just, I think one piece of advice, don't procrastinate. Um, I was guilty of it. Every sports person is probably, you know, guilty of it because, um, you know, when you train and then you train some more and then you get home and you think you're too tired and you think you need to rest, um, you know, just understand, don't procrastinate because it'll, you won't be anywhere ahead of where you are in 12 months time if you just sit there doing nothing. Great. Is there, to finish off, is there anything to be, any pitfalls, anything to be cautious of or wary of if people are going to seek advice? Is there anything out there that comes to mind that they just need to be um, yeah, a bit wary of? I just think don't be pushing into anything. Make the decision based on your circumstances, which entail your family, your income, um, and what you want to achieve in life because you know, the last thing you want to be doing is to be pushed or railroaded into something which you're tied to um, for a period of time. Great. Um, once again, thanks guys to, to Easter and Kane for their uh, fantastic um, general advice around uh, the process of buying a home. Uh, just another quick plug for their Beyond the Field podcast that Money Empire run. Um, just in episode number two alone goes through this process around buying a home so there's um, plenty of episodes there if you want to have some deeper information around what we just talked around